It's live. You're on fire today, aren't you? It's local. Now. Hey, I'm an idiot. I know. <laughs> and it's a little bit loose. Lee? Help if I called you mummy. Never call me that. I'm certainly not calling you daddy. <laughs> Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast. It's Ellie and Bex driving you home on 91.9 CFM. What up, what up, what up, Sunny Coast? How you going? You're doing well. I've got... Okay, I just need to What's swallow. Up? I just, like, my mouth was dry, but there was a bit of, like, a wet patch at the back of my throat. You, should... you just don't need to tell people that. <laughs> I know, but I just needed to really take a, a moment to swallow. Just I know this me. show's been I... going for 15 seconds, but You've, got, you've said tough. swallow four times. Can you stop saying swallow? <laughs> Folks, anyway. plenty to get through. So many guests on today's show. Next uh, uh, hour, we talk to uh, Abby Holmes, ahead of the Commonwealth Games, a superstar athlete that she is. Very excited. Yeah. Australia, bring on the gold. I only need about 60-odd more gold to make it. Was it 2,000? 1,000. 1,000. Gold medals. That is a lot of gold Huge. medals. Yep. Um, up next, Ian Dicko Dixon's going to drop by with his latest set of boys. That sounds oh, really wrong. Sounds like... <laughs> yes. We can't, can't, can't go near that. Dicko's in. That sounded so bad. The man behind many a musical career yes. has a new act who he insists we meet. They're called the Wet Whistles. Oh, and from all accounts, they've got a good set of pipes on them. They're going to be joining us Everything next. Everything you say is in your window at the really, moment. Oh Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. This is a process because we have one, two, three, four, five, six, including me, blokes in the studio. Yeah, I feel it's very It's a veritable sausage party at the moment. It is. And it's because of this bloke who terrorises the show on a regular basis. Dicko, what is going on? Well, I've got uh, one of our new signings. We're very excited. Fantastic country band called Wet Whistles. Yeah. And they're playing uh, Taylor Moss Country Hits Party up yes. in Mullaney on August 7th. But, yeah, we've got a bit of a sneak peek here for you today. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. All right, boys, uh, introduce yourselves to the two that are going to do the talking up here at the moment. Oh, yeah, g'day. My name's Jake. I'm one of the singers in the Wet Whistles. And uh, we're pretty stoked to be here. It's a bit of fun. Yep, and I'm Nick. Here with oh, Chris they're and so cute, eh? And everyone's <laughs> 28 feet tall. This is like a basketball. One, got, more per- honestly, one more person. We get a basketball team out of the wet whistle. Do you double as basketball players or is music the passion? I mean, occasionally. Okay. Jake's a great basketball player. Oh, really? can do 360 dunk. <gasps> she has no idea what that is. Yeah, I do. Somewhere. Spin around in the air, do a little yeah. pirouette and pop the ball in. <laughs> there well, you go. Now, you guys are playing um, a Taylor's gig next uh, next weekend in Mullaney. Uh, tickets at Oz Ticks for that. But I also, what the great man didn't mention, and this is a very old school music promoter of him, He's got you playing his local pub tonight for free. Is that what's happening? Yeah, that's right. He's like, twist their arm. We're going to go to the local no, pub. No, if you want to make it in the business, you've got to do the old freebie for me. Yeah, oh, right. Dicko's <laughs> giving daggers well, look, at you now. It's, it's a Finn Bar tonight in Mullaney. They start at 7 o'clock. And it's, look, it's to pay my bar bill off, all right? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, okay. playing, they're playing for seven hours. But yeah. <laughs> that's fine. It's a huge tab. No, you no, that is a beautiful what? spot, though, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's a good mm. spot. But mm. you should see, see what he makes us do behind closed doors. Oh, God. Just playing at the pub. That's nothing, that's walking apart. I've known him for 12 years. Yeah. I, too, have closed those doors. Tell you yeah. what, i got a few bar tabs around town that need closing. If you guys yeah, want to come, right. you know, do a bit, go on tour. We'll are, we, for a are, we, tab, are we still talking about bar tabs? Yeah. I just want to check. I can't remember anymore. Now, guys, here's the thing. When you get onto a hit music station, there are some people, like your good mate Taylor, uh, James Johnson's another one that comes to mind, uh, Morgan Evans, etc., who, who managed to do the country crossover really, really well, be very super successful. Uh, but the fact of the matter is it doesn't make up a massive amount of the playlist. And so what we said to you was, Bring us something that bridges that small gap between pop and country. What have you got? 
What have we got today again, boys? It's... Uh, we're going to do Wake Me Up by well, Avicii, Avicii, but we're going to countrify it a little bit. Countrify. Yeah. Yeah. Avicii did the job for us. If you've so just tuned in, we're talking about country music. Yes. Um, <laughs> not, 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 about, not about making Avicii seem like an angry person. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good. All right, boys, uh, Wake Me Up by Avicii. This is a cracking song, and I think it lends itself really strongly to country. In fact, it feels kind of country, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, wet whistles. Take it away. Feeling my way through the darkness Gotta buy a beating heart I can tell where the journey will end But I know where it starts They tell me I'm way too young to understand Say I'm caught up in a dream Well, life won't pass me by if I don't open up my eyes That's fine by me so wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was finding myself And I didn't know that I was lost I tried carrying the weight of the world But I only had two hands I wish I had the chance to travel the world I don't have any plans I wish that I could stay forever this young Not afraid to close my eyes Oh, life's a game made for everyone And love is a prize So wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was finding myself and I didn't know that I was lost So wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm old All this time I was finding myself And I didn't know that I was lost hey! I tell you that, I, I might start drinking heavier. That's going to be worth two bar tabs, that is. <laughs> so that's yeah. at Finn Bars tonight in Mullane East. Starts at seven. Wet whistles, come down. Pay off my bar tab, please. That's oh, all right. Diggo, doing our job for right. us. I did so, a lay down after that. <laughs> Wet oh. whistles, legends, uh, welcome back anytime. Maybe to do the Ellie and Beck's theme song next time. Oh, do we yeah. have a theme song? We will soon. We will soon. Don't for worry. Wet whistles, stick around. We've got to pay off a few more bar tabs. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Dicko. <laughs> Taylor Boxes Country Hits Party. Of course, next weekend in Mullaney. Don't be an idiot. Buy your tickets now. Oztex. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. See what lifts me up. Um, seeing my little boy and uh, he made a special appearance, came in for a coffee this morning. He did? Uh, he obviously didn't have one. He uh, has just a latte, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Two lattes. Oh, the uh, food. Yeah, yeah, loves it, loves it. Good on him. Um, and uh, anyhow, at one point, because I went downstairs to, to harvest and that, and my wife was talking to Nicola, our newsreader, because, mm-hmm. you know, Nicola's got, I think her little girl's about two, just mm-hmm. just coming up to two and they're talking about stuff and whatever else. And they got onto one of my favourite subjects and that is kids coming home from either other people's houses or either picking it up at your house and saying rude words. Ah, yes. Phrases. That Schools they, as well. Yes, yes. Apparently there's um, one child, and I hope I'm not outing anyone here. I won't go into, into specifics. There's one child uh, a mate of Lisa's has uh, who just, who came home from, from playgroup slash school slash uh, preschool mm. um, and just exclaimed to his mother that he's an effing robot. 
Okay. And that, you know, there's his effing shoes. and Not with an ounce of angst or anger in his... Yeah, yeah. Didn't understand just, the weight of nah, the word, just dropping obviously. the F-bomb. Yeah. Well, there's Left, right and centre. Are we more concerned about the swearing or the fact that he thinks he's a robot? I think well, good on him. You know? In this day I'm, and age, you concerned. can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. That's a uh, robot that's or otherwise. Um, but I do like the idea of um, phrases, not necessarily rude ones, but uh, adult ones as well. Yeah. Phrases that uh, kids pick up. For example, one of my mate's kids came home and um, just at the tender age of, I think, two and a half, just, just started belting the old, oh, for crying out loud. Oh, I love that. So love clearly that. someone at kindy had yep. had vents saying for crying out loud. <laughs> so this kid would, like, drop his water bottle on the ground and go, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> well, there's that notorious viral video of the, <laughs> of the toddler yeah. who's, like, two. <laughs> yeah. She's seen a goat outside and she said, look, it's an effing goat. It, and they're like, no, it's just normal it's goat. Just a goat. Like, no, it's an effing goat. <laughs> So not just swearing, just adult terminology, things that they shouldn't know at their age, right? Has your kid come home with that? Sarah's in Little Mountain. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Tell us all about it. Uh, I've got two, actually, so I'll try to be quick. Yeah, so right. I grew up in, in Vega on a dairy farm. Hmm. Um, was my dad's shadow. <clears throat> we went into town shopping on a Friday and... The very well-to-do, church-abiding citizen that owned the newsagent said, oh, how are you, little girl? And I said, my dad can't fix the effing pump. And he said, oh, sorry, love. What did you say? I can't hear properly. So I repeated it. And my mother went beetroot red and dragged me out of the shop. <laughs> and then probably a year later, we owned a petrol station. And my little thing was I'd hold everyone's petrol cap while my dad filled all the cars. Cute. So this gentleman was like, no, little girl, you can't hold it. No, you'll lose it. So I told him he could shove it up his effing behind. <laughs> and my dad goes, oh, she belongs to the people up the road. She just comes in. So my dad made out that he didn't even own me. I was like, I'm looking at him going, hang on, I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. little yeah. potty mouth, you. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. But also, that's something yeah. to do. Like, let the little girl yeah. hold the petrol cap. You I'm know? with you. That's you yeah. can definitely and and, and also I, I, top marks at this time of the afternoon for self censoring. Yes, that thank call. you. I that know. is fantastic. You saved me a lot of work at this end. <laughs> doing my best there. Doing, yeah. <laughs> Tash and Calandra. Hi. What was yours? This was almost. So 30 years ago, busy afternoon of a Saturday, I think it was, standing in the bar at the local hotel. And unbeknownst to me, the lady doing the raffles had her young son there with her and I'm standing there chatting in a mainly male-dominated bar with all the workmen. He's on the floor underneath me and yells out, I can see your cobwebs, I can see your cobwebs. Because he had been watching Drop Dead Fred. Yes. And he was about four years old and I've never been so embarrassed in my whole entire life. Oh, my God. Good and what are you yeah, doing in that situation? Do you can't be like, I've I've had plenty of gentlemen lovers. Okay, no, no okay. You, you, oh, God, you, Tash, that no, is mortifying. No way to go. Thank you for that, oh, no. Tash. That is no good. But thanks for that. Uh, now, this young lady, only seven, I would like you, if you're there, Taylor, to introduce yourself to Ellie, how you introduced yourself to me when I answered the phone. Okay, it's Tay-Tay from Budroom. Hey, Tay-Tay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you little gem, tell us. Uh, you, this is a self-nomination. Oh, have you picked up a phrase? Did you bring something home when you shouldn't have? Yes. What was it? Well, not really. Well, my phrase is, Go to Rabbitohs! Oh, 
Oh, you're a Rabbitohs fan. <laughs> so she just wants the tickets. She wants the tickets. Fair well, you, enough. You, look, look, I you, mean, you got to applaud the ingenuity. Exactly. Oh, she had to pick it up on, from somewhere. And she's got a she's got an actual name, like a name name. Tay Tay. Yeah, Tay Tay like from Budge. Good Love work, it. Tay Tay from Budge. But we need to get back on track with things. Uh, phrases your kids have picked up. Yeah, Brendan's in Nambour. What's your kid done? I was, uh, the song, uh, what's the fox say? What does the fox say? Yeah, it turns out uh, for f- sake. Oh. oh my god! Is that what that song means? Is that have I just is that just gone over or, my head? Or did this your kid just misread it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He was pretty confident when he was needed. What does the fox what say? What does the fox say? Oh, okay, all right, good. Okay, thank it's you, Brendan. Appreciate it. Uh, Amanda <laughs> is in Wombai. What uh, phrase did your kids come home with? Daycare the other day, she took a seatbelt off and climbed through to the front of the car, and she goes, Oh, I'm a nut. And I said, You don't have nuts. And she says, Yes, I do. And I said, No, you don't. And she goes, I do have nuts. I said, You don't. She goes, All right, then, I'm a ball. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good. Very, very good. Thank you, darling. Uh, Jesse in Narimba. Jess, what phrase have your kids come home with? Um, yeah, so. They put the uh, F-bomb out a few times, but yeah. not in any sort of context. But then when he was four, he came out with, oh, for F's sake, like perfectly executed at the <laughs> right time. Perfectly executed. And is that a moment where you, your wife or your partner looks at you and goes, mm, wonder where he gets that from? Yeah, who copped it? Yeah, you get you get the look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think Go on both came, ways. Do you think it came from you, Jesse? No, nah, not me. No, nah, no. Nah. Of course not. No, Send no. Send it in, mate. But yeah, I wouldn't he's not, uh, Jesse's not saying anything without a lawyer yeah. in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll back him on that one. Thank you, legend. Oh, good on you, Jess. And finally, Kylie from Caloundra West. Hello. What's the phrase that your kids picked up? Uh, my little one said the other day, I was out at the washing line and I was trying to get him to get ready and I yelled out from there, can you go and do your teeth for me, please? And he, he yelled out, oh, I'm going. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? He's at five. I'm going, Jesus, Mum. Yeah, I was like, excuse me. His other one, he likes to say it's not a swear word, and he always tells me I'm not the boss of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, you are. So you just say, hey, if I made you, I am the boss of you. Yeah, but you know what? (laughs) Kylie, I know what it's like to have a tiny little thing tell you what to do every single day. And, and, you know, perhaps you and I can just grab a glass of wine together and cry over. Do you know what? The fact that there's these little Napoleons that think they can tell us what to do. I've got one thing to say to that. Jesus, I'm going! (laughs) I'm going! Ellie and Bex. Something I noticed that I'm going to make a little bit of fun out of, but the reality is it's incredibly necessary. Uh, We know that... um, hell of a lot of Australian businesses, families uh, and uh, workers uh, in danger as a result of the amount of foot and mouth disease that's over in, uh, particularly in Bali and places like that. It's just a dirty sounding disease, isn't it? Yeah. Hand, foot and mouth. Yeah. You know, like... Is it hand, foot and mouth or just foot and mouth? I think you... I thought... I think you've... Um, I you've thought there was hand tucked on there as well. I think you've unlawfully thrown the hand in there. <laughs> just quietly. Don't do that, uh, kids. Let me... Yes, it's just foot and mouth. So is it? Hands aren't doing anything. Are you sure? Well, here's the thing, mate. Mm. I don't think cows have hands. Oh. I've, t- I've typed hand into Google. The first thing that came up, hand, foot and mouth. Okay. Anyhow. Anyway. We need to move on. A viral infection that causes rashes or blisters on the hands and feet as well as in or around the mouth. Also kills Ooh. a hell of a lot of livestock. So anyhow, uh, steps are being taken and here's the big one. Mm. 
Is for real. Airports have in- introduced foot mats to stop um, foot and mouth disease. Essentially, when you arrive in Queensland, a number of other places, I know Perth's rolling it out, you'll have to uh, wipe your feet. Cute. Do they have cute yeah. little slogans? Yeah. I don't like home is where the heart is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, like yeah. welcome home. I was just wondering whether my mum's going to be there going, ah, 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 you still got, you still yes. got some poo on your shoe. <laughs> like, you know, and really, do you want to be, uh, they're not just mats. A lot of these uh, typically, not, I don't know about these ones, but typically in history, they have like citric acid and like they have some sort of cleaning acid. Acid? See, again, acid can have varying degrees of strength. You yeah. know, you, you eat citric acid every time you eat a mandarin. Yeah, but Bernie, Bernie. You realise you eat it every time you... Anyhow, like, okay. In this case, they've got the acid and all that sort of stuff. I'm wondering whether you want to be walking through there in your $5 faux Jordans. Yeah, they will fall straight <laughs> apart. <laughs> Don't you get the fake Havianas? Yeah, yeah. Have Bianas and yeah, whatnot? Yeah, yeah, They're exactly. not going to cut it. I mean, heaven forbid, we should, we've got to be very careful that we, this doesn't spread to Japan. I mean, <laughs> then you'd be walking through barefoot because you're already taking your shoes off. That is true. Yeah. It's <laughs> a polite thing to do. And, like, you know, pop a look under the mat. You got yourself a little key there, though. That's, it, that's, that's where it. you kept it. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9. Uh, Chains, um, I am that guy at least once a day, sometimes twice, sometimes more. I show you a photo of my kid. I, I know. I'm on the receiving end of it. I feel, I feel like it's it's disadvantaging his relationship with you. So I'm going to try and sort of back it off a little. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't want you to be uh, overseeing him. If that makes nah, sense. Nah, bro. He and I have got a bond that no one can break. Yeah, he's a good, good we kid. We held hands once. Gorgeous little six-month-old. He came into work today. And I like to bring him in because I know there are a number of people who love to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, babies lift spirits. It's, mm-hmm. it's a fact, okay? If you're that one person listening who hates babies, well, that's more about you, less about <laughs> the kid. And so he got he, he did the rounds. He went into sales and uh, sat with Anthea for a bit and Trace said hello to him and Brooke and everyone and Beck and you name it. Yep. All the wonderful people here. And then he came down the executive wing and I thought, geez, he's been good because he just had a feed and uh, normally after feeds, babies like to... Uh-oh, I don't like where this is going. They like to puke. Which of the execs? Let's just say, Xavier, if you're listening, son, I'm not disappointed. I'm not even angry, okay, because you're only little. Mm-hmm. But could you not throw up on the HR director? No, not on Gil. I mean... She's the one that can probably get me fired she regardless. She can 100% get you fired, bro. If you could not puke on her, that'd Pick be great. Just saying. No. Chief executive, fine. He's got to no, wear it. You know Big Boss Rod, he's, you know, nah. he's got to, I mean, but HR, that's, nah. yeah, that's you know, she's the UN. Go for Taz next time. Oh, oh, oh wow, I'm playing this back to Taz. <laughs> Taz I'm playing Ellie this. and Bex. 91.9 CFM. 91.9 CFM. You can call me the Riddler. That's Ellie and Bex. <laughs> Rangbar Timbers can arrange next day delivery anywhere on the sunny coast. Yeah, we give you three riddles. If you're the last one standing at the end of the third riddle, $100 to spend at that wonderful establishment. Rangbar Timbers is all yours. Bridget, uh, excited to be the first caller through, aren't you? Oh, extremely excited. Oh, Good. So lovely. you Isn't should so be. <laughs> uh, my darling, the first of the three riddles is what word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? What have you got? Well, that would be the word short. It, it is. An e and an R. Does her, she does She's her own detailed. explanations. Yes. She I like shows that. her working out. I like That's that. It. QED. My year uh, 12 maths teacher would like <laughs> yes. you, Bridget. All right, Bridget, <laughs> riddle number two. You can't keep this until you've given it. What is it? You can't keep this until you give it. Um, oh, that one stumped me. 
Is that a word? Again? It's, um, well, it's a word, yes. Okay. Um, you can't keep this keep one. This until you, until it's something you, you can't it. keep until you've given it. So you need to give it before you can keep it. Oh, jeez. It's tough. But yeah. you get, if you get stuck on this, you can always call back, mate. There's no oh. limit to how many times you call back. But uh, we might have to just move, unfortunately. Oh, sorry, sorry Bridget. Bridget. Call back. Uh, yes, call back. Call any time. Uh, Donna's in Sippy Downs. Donna, riddle number two. You can't keep this until you've given it. What is it? Your word. Well, <gasps> this says a promise, so you're spot on, I think, with that. Oh, Donna, you clever, <laughs> I think clever that's person. Very good job from you. Uh, and riddle number three for that 100 bucks to spend at Narangbar Timbers. Quite an apt one, actually. Oh, what goes it? up and down but never moves? The temperature. We're giving that? We're yeah, giving that? I've I got staircase. I've got staircase here. Uh, I'm, my mind went to temperature itself, and, and as we know, well, I'm you know very what? The smart, lady so. says she's giving it, Donna, so it's all yours. A hundred bucks to spend at Narangbar Timbers. You can do stuff inside. You can do stuff outside. You can uh, get stuck into the hire shop. Um, and, of course, a next day delivery to the sunny coast. How good's that? Thank you. You're very welcome, you clever woman. Ellie and Bex. I'm excited. You know me. Oh. I love all things Olympic slash Commonwealth Games, and they are just about upon us. The Commonwealth Bank Games, my favourite, actually. The Commonwealth Games or the Commonwealth Bames. Bank? Because I feel like you, oh, you nearly said bank Cash there. for comment there. <laughs> uh, joining us is one of the members of the commentary cha- team for Seven's coverage of the Commonwealth Games, Abby Holmes. Hi, Abby. Hello, guys. How are we? We you, are well. As someone who's obviously you're, you're an accomplished athlete and commentator, I might add. I do a lot of sports commentary, mainly in the fight sports area, but i got to tell you, this would be a dream come true. Is it the same for you? Does little Abby on the inside just go, oh, my God, what am I doing? Honestly, I am absolutely pinching myself. I'm a diehard sports lover. Um, have grown up, obviously, watching the Commonwealth Games, the Olympic Games, and idolising so many of our incredible Australian athletes and to have the opportunity to be a part of, you know, the seven commentary team and, and host the late night. It really Bruce. is a dream come true. And With, yeah, let's not forget the, the McAvaney factor. Honestly, oh. he is my hall pass. Like, not, yeah. in, a, yeah. not in a, like, no, sex, sexy way. You would stay up all night drinking tea and talking <laughs> AFL oh with him. Oh, my God. He, I met him once <laughs> and I made an absolute fool of myself because I was just so, like, in awe of him. Isn't he just the loveliest man? And, and that's the thing with Bruce. What you see is what you get. So not only is he the greatest, you know, mind that we've ever seen in a broad, broadcast commentator and the likes of, but he is just the nicest human being in the world. And yeah. he's been an amazing support for me, a great mentor. One thing I do know about Bruce, he is a yeah. absolute prep machine, right? Yeah. Like he, if if he goes to call two two ants crawling up some wall tiles in the bathroom, <laughs> he'll he'll do five hours on antscrawlingupwalltiles.com. Did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During a lockdown, long time ago. Yeah. I literally commentated ants in my bathroom. But has he instilled in you that ethos? Because yeah. he just seems to be obsessed with preparation. Absolutely. When it comes to his preparation, there is none better. And I was lucky enough to spend some time with Bruce and his beautiful wife, Annie, at the grand final in 2020 I'm in Brisbane. And I spoke to Annie and said, what's it, what's it like at home? You know, does he have his notepads? And she's like, we've literally got every single notebook that he's ever written in it's all in storage and he knows exactly where it is and where he needs to go if he needs to find something on wow. a particular athlete or event or race meet and 
Oh. Yeah, he's just an amazing human. They're yeah. going to be in museums oh, one day, aren't they? A hundred percent. Now, this may come across as a little bit full of a statement, as in full of myself yep. and whatever oh, else. Here we go. But, no, I want to ask Get you this. Get the horn ready because he's about no, to design. No, this isn't about me. But, <laughs> but uh, Holmes, the Commonwealth Games, we've loved it for so long as Aussies because the fact of the matter is we quadruple everyone else's tally by the end of it. Yeah. It's, it's literally yeah. like the Penrith Panthers playing at the under-12s in BOR. Are we expecting this much of a pantsing? And do you as a commentator have to now rehearse being excited that Every Australia's won something? <laughs> Yes, pretty much. We absolutely go nuts with every single gold medal that presents itself. And I think coming into this one in Birmingham, we're entering on 934 gold medals in all time, like across the history of the Commonwealth Games. So we're very, very hopeful that we can achieve 66 minimum, which will take us to the first ever nation to Should reach 1,000. We'll do that in the pool by day two, medals. surely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and we yeah, we're really going to be relying on the Paula as well because I think that we've got the strongest dolphin side that we've ever sent away to a Commonwealth Games meet. And fingers crossed they're going to kick it off really, really strongly for us. It is going to be a cracking week of competition. Abby Holmes from Channel 7 Commentary Team, thank you so much for joining us. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Billy and Bex. 91.9 CFM.